This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. What is your next mission from God? We all have one. God has something in mind for us right where we are. Welcome to Your Next Mission from God with Julian Durko, where the saints show us how it's done. They've been through it, and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Based on Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, Julie shares unique stories from the lives of the saints to show how they searched for and discovered God's will for their lives. In 1854, Pope Pius IX proclaimed the Marian dogma of the Immaculate Conception. And this is one of four Marian dogmas. And just to let you know what a dogma is, it is a truth revealed by God, which the magisterium of the church declares as binding. So it is something that as Catholics, we must accept and believe. And this is one of the Marian dogmas that she was conceived without sin. And what's interesting about this is that four years later in France, we have the story of St. Bernadette, Bernadette Subaru. And she's 14 years old and she's out gathering firewood. And while she was gathering firewood, she had a vision of a beautiful young woman, a lady, and she didn't know who she was. And there were these visits that came and, and we've recently had our feast day. So we're familiar with the story of Lords in the spring that comes up and the healing powers of it and what Mary wanted to do through Bernadette for the world at Lourdes. But she didn't declare that she was the Virgin Mary. She didn't know. People assumed it, but she never said, oh, the Virgin Mary is appearing to me. She was asking her her name, and the lady had not revealed it. And her parish priest, he was a little bit after her about this, asked the lady to tell me her name. And so, finally, at one of the apparitions, the lady does tell Bernadette her name, and she says, I am the Immaculate Conception. And that was a strange thing to say that way. I am the Immaculate Conception, not I'm the Virgin Mary who was immaculately conceived, but she gave it her identity, a name. And it was so strange to Bernadette that she had to practice rehearsing it in her mind and saying it out loud over and over and over as she went to go see her priest so that she wouldn't forget because it is nothing that she had heard. The truth is this dogma was brand new. It was only four years old. And think about it. There wasn't the kind of way that we can communicate today, not in 1859. So this communication wasn't happening and it would be odd for her to know. Plus, um, Bernadette was sickly. She had asthma and all kinds of problems and she didn't have much of an education. As a matter of fact, she thought that she was really good for nothing and not good for nothing in the sense that she's not valuable, but good for nothing that she couldn't do anything. She didn't know anything. She hadn't learned any skills. She was always sick. So she thought of herself as, I can't do anything except take care of my younger siblings. She didn't have her catechism at four years old. She had not received First Communion yet, 
even ends at this time. So when she said this to the priest, these apparitions had been going on a while, and it was the one thing that made him believe her finally, because he knew he knew this girl, he knew her family, he knew her situation, and he knew the condition of the people in the village, and he knew that she could not know about the doctrine of the Immaculate Conception. So then he explained it to Bernadette, what it was and what it meant, and then she understood that it was, in fact, the Virgin Mary who had been appearing to her at Lourdes. Now, I wanted to talk to you about that just a little bit, because there's another great saint in our history, more modern, Maximilian Kolbe. And Maximilian Kolbe was very much devoted to the Virgin Mary, to the Immaculata, he called her. And you'll probably recall he had in Poland a city, Neopokalanau, it's called the City of Mary. That's my horrible rendition of Polish for the City of Mary, but that's it. That's what the name of the city was. And it was all these monks coming together with one thing in mind to evangelize the whole world for Jesus through Mary. And he had this relationship with Mary, very close relationship. He would go into prayer and come back from the grotto and his monks would say that his face was shining. And when he would try, he had a visit from her. And when he would try to tell them what happened, he would break down crying. He could never tell them. So he never told them exactly what had transpired between himself and the Virgin Mary as an adult. As a child, he had received a visit from her with two crowns, a red one and a white one. And which one do you want? Raymond was his name. Which one do you want, Raymond? And he wanted them both. So martyrdom and purity, which was priesthood. Anyway, so he has this village that's like a self-contained city. There's uh, many printing uh, presses and there's a fleet of trucks for distributing all this printed material throughout Poland. There's an infirmary, grocery store, barbershop, everything almost self-contained. And actually, before the Nazis shut them down, they were building a runway because the monks were learning to become pilots. They were going to fly the printed material all over past Poland and everything else like that to evangelize for the Immaculata. But Maximilian Kolbe, his question all his life from when he was little is, who are you? Oh, Immaculata. And he kind of hung on to that name, the Immaculate Conception. And one of his favorite saints, of course, was Bernadette. He had uh, three favorite saints that he went to to help him accomplish his mission when he needed money to start a new city of Mary in the Orient and things like that. He would go to these three saints. One of them was Bernadette and that common ground between them was the fact that Mary had revealed to Bernadette her name, I am the Immaculate Conception, instead of I was immaculately conceived. And so he knew this was central to Mary's identity. And as the Nazis invaded, eventually the city of Mary is going to be you know, shut down completely, and Maximilian will be arrested by the Nazis. His arrest came in 1941. And so just a couple of hours Before his arrest, he wrote a famous reflection on the Immaculata. And this is what he came up with. And it's so deep and so big. And it's like 
We knew this, but it's revealing it to us a little more and a little more. He said that a spouse takes the name, like a woman takes the name of her husband, and the Holy Spirit is the spouse of Mary, and it's fruitful. And of course, this is how this is how we have the God man, Jesus, and Mary's yes. He came up with this. The Holy Spirit is the uncreated immaculate conception. And Mary is the created immaculate conception. And that was, in a nutshell, the essence of what he wrote and explained in this last reflection as they were on their way to arrest him. So we know that he gets arrested and that in Auschwitz, he then is murdered. He he gives himself up for another prisoner. And then he's sent to the starvation bunker where he is uh, eventually murdered because he was the last one to die. So they finally, after a couple of weeks, they finally go ahead and inject him with poison and kill him. But that's the connection between Bernadette and Maximilian Kolbe and our Marian dogma of the Immaculate Conception. And so we can learn a little bit more about it. One place that's kind of a a nice book to get a chapter on this is Father Gately's 33 Days to Morning Glory. In that, it's, it's a consecration book to Mary, and he goes with four different saints, and then with each one, they help you through the consecration. Well, one of the saints he uses is Maximilian Kolbe, and in it, he uncovers what Maximilian discerned and what he wrote in that last reflection of his life about Mary. And so I'm going to read something to you. Here we go. If among human beings, the wife takes the name of her husband because she belongs to him, is one with him, becomes equal to him and is with him the source of new life. And how much greater reason should the name of the Holy Spirit, who is the divine immaculate conception, be used as the name of her in whom he lives as uncreated love, the principle of life in the world in the whole supernatural order of grace. And so I think that's just beautiful. And the other thing to understand about the Holy Spirit and the role in the Immaculate Conception, because remember now we know the Holy Spirit is the uncreated Immaculate Conception and Mary is the created Immaculate Conception. Here's another quote from Father Gately's book. For all eternity, there is the uncreated Immaculate Conception, the one who for all eternity springs from God the Father and God the Son as the uncreated conception of love and who is the prototype of all conceptions that multiply life throughout the whole universe. The Father begets, the Son is begotten. The Spirit is the conception that springs forth from their love. And this is the spouse of Mary. It has been a real privilege to be with you today. Pray with me. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. 
You've been listening to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Durko, produced at the studios of Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon. To listen to this podcast, visit materdayradio.com. To find out more about Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, or if you're in need of a Catholic speaker for a parish mission, retreat, conference, or event, visit catholicfinishstrong.org. That's catholicfinishstrong.org. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.